<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not a die, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. Beautiful person. You have a big heart. And I even tell you, when you have a big heart, you make yourself an easy-ass target. And sometimes you got to focus on like, hey, it's not just protect your heart, but it's have to start focus on you. I always have to put your oxygen mask on first when things start getting crazy. Because if you can't take care of you with your big heart, you can't take care of other people. So, you know, I say, you, I'm a, as a overall, I'm telling if somebody, if introducing you, like I'm introducing you now, I'm like, man, this is my sister. This is my love. This is like, I, I, I can't remember us having an argument. You know what I mean? Ever having an argument. And it's just, even if like our disagreements are just like, mm, it's whatever. We always come to that point where it's okay. Um, it, and I'm proud of you. And I'm happy for all the things that you can continue to accomplish, you know. The joy of children laughing around you. These are the of you. It's true, the making. Um, what's up, good people? How y'all doing? It is your host, Mr. D713 with Everything Culture, back with you for another Bacons of You. Tonight, it is, or tonight, this morning, this afternoon, or this evening, it is my pleasure to introduce Angela Leon, or what I know is Anki. This is my, this is someone special to me. This is my sister. You can call her my cousin, but this is my sister right here. I love her with all my heart. And, you know, she she she's a fan of making you she's a fan of everything culture so i hope she knows she's getting into here um i don't know if she have any clinics nearby i know her but this is her she got she's gonna tell you about her you know we're just gonna get into a little bit about her um you know here on making you we talk of it's a deep dive of our guests um our people who uh, join our show before they come into an episode uh open any questions majority open any questions but we do might ask some further direct questions through the open-ended questions. But it's just, hey, it's their perspective on their life and how they want to share with us and answer these questions. So how are you doing, Angela? I am great. Thank you for asking. Okay, you look great. How are you doing? Awesome. I'm, I'm pretty well. I'm pretty well. I can't complain. Look like you're in a festive season over there. So <laughs> I am. This is my favorite time of the year. All right. Okay. See, see, look at that. We already get into the questions. You already given us some answers. There we go. So once again, these 
majority for the um time these are the same questions okay same questions we ask everybody else they come on and i may once again i may go a little bit further into it ask you some stuff but really just answer how you feel like answering if you feel uncomfortable answering the question you want to skip it that's fine um okay. if you and i don't know is an answer if you don't know you don't have this is no test this is just you okay okay so we're gonna go get off in the first one can i how, definitely be me though with my i, I, I gotta be you Oh, I wish I would have known. I would have. Nah, I'm, I'm already a little sleepy. Okay, I don't need anything right now. We'll join it with the happy hour. But treat yourself. You know, this was all about. So, first question: How would you describe yourself? As loving, mm-hmm. caring. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to give myself a title, I'm more like a service provider, which is kind of. May sound weird. I love doing things for others. Mm-hmm. I like seeing people smile. I, even if it's something that they struggle with or not struggling with, as long as I seen them smile because I had a hand in helping them in some type of way, that's that's me. That's how I would describe myself. What do you identify as? Meaning what? That's opening the question. Like I said, uh, <laughs> what do I do? A woman, no. <laughs> a woman, a, a strong, beautiful black woman at that. Okay, all right. all right. Thank you, thank you. What's your sign or zodiac sign? Aquarius. Aquarius. So we we, lean, we I know we leaning in January. I know that. Okay. I don't know what's the guy. I don't know much about him, but I know yeah, you. Thirty first. Okay. 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 Got it. So. How would you define your up uh, your childhood and your upbringing? My childhood and upbringing was very it was good. It was good. It was fun. It was loving. It kept us kept me busy. I was raised by a single mother mm-hmm. of three girls and then my little brother yourself came along. Uh, but uh I was the boy before you, I was a boy my mom never had. Mm. So therefore, all the hard, get down and dirty work was me. And even to this day, it's the same way. I'm the, if mom's not feeling good or something, we take turns going out and hanging out with her, making sure she's good. I'm the one that she, you know, she has a handyman and a yard man named Tony Terrell. I'm Tony Terrell. <laughs> shout out to Tony, man. Shout out to Tony Terrell. I'm the Tony Terrell. Whereas my other t- sister, Shanae, she'll go down there. They can go out to dinner. They can go out to uh, get their nails done. They can hang out and watch Lifetime movies. Meanwhile, I'm, uh, and can, can you go outside and uh, pour a slab of cement out there and, and get it set up for, <laughs> for a patio? I'm like, serious. Uh, okay. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and it's always yes, ma'am. And, yes, I uh, I had a really great relationship with my father. Rest in mm-hmm. peace, my father uh, was taken away in nine in oh goodness nineteen ninety seven. Murdered on Mother's Day of mm-hmm. nineteen ninety seven, and that was very difficult for me because I was a big daddy's girl. Right. Although my mom and father. Um, from what I know, were divorced when I was in kindergarten. Therefore, mm-hmm. I never had 
I lived in the house, obviously, with them up until that time, and then they went their separate ways, but I was always a big daddy's girl. My daddy did absolutely zero wrong, right? So no matter what he and my mom went through or whatever, that was still daddy to me. Hmm. So I had a really, really, really good relationship with my father, as well as my grandmother, my daddy's mom, my big, what I would call big mama, and then my grandparents, which we share. And I, I love my relationship with my grandfather because my grandfather was that other daddy figure in my life. And to upset him or disappoint him or something like that was like overly devastating to me. If I did something wrong, I'd have no business. And he, from what I understand, being the age that I am, I have never, ever, ever, and can't remember him ever whooping me. Mm. Never disciplined me other than yelling at me or something. And oh Lord, that, that was worse than a whooping. He yelled at me. I'm like, oh my God, earth is ending. Grandpa just hollered at me. Yeah. And they tell a story. I have a nickname as well from my grandfather. We all have nicknames. Mm-hmm. I'm either the nickname of woman or the nickname of honey. And I never, I always wanted to know why did you call me? Why, why am I honey? What, what is my, why is my nickname honey? It was because he was getting ready to whoop me on something <laughs> I did. He was getting ready to whoop me. And I'm like, oh, honey, don't whoop me, honey. Honey, don't whoop me. <laughs> I don't know what made me say that to my grandfather. It's that young tender age is probably three or four but I said don't whoop me honey and he didn't whoop me that's created the name honey for me so you not heard it from someone so so someone don't tell her what you was watching uh maybe grandma said it or something it's still grandma I told my mom I think grandma had kids to have grandkids whoop because <laughs> her whoopings were serious man that was a whooping that I did never want nobody to have and she was a, a Tupperware sales distributor and mm-hmm. stuff. She did Tupperware. And I swear to God, I hate seeing those cake containers. That uh, That's like devastating to me if I see it, that plastic cake container. And it has this little plastic Tupperware thing that latches on so your top don't come off. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. She took that off. And that was like the, 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 uh, the whooping uh, utensil. Let me fix my face, okay? You know, because if it was someone else, I might have to have a little bit more passion for them. But, okay. So I, once again, I know you, but they don't I'm know dev- you. I'm still devastated. Don't even bring up support me. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, what's it called? Oh, what's the ladies that stop by, try to sell you stuff? None of that. You just do foil. That's what you do. You don't do no plastic where you just do, okay, oh, I respect. No, no. Uh-uh, don't pull that out. I'd be dead. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> So, and, you know, we, I know we could talk about childhood. We can bring this up and perhaps even when we do our episode, you know, the extended episode, but yeah, I mean, you know, you mentioned siblings. So how many siblings do you have and where do you fall within the lineage of your siblings? Well, I have an older sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a sister named Tanya and my sister Shanae. Mm-hmm. And then it's myself. I'm the third sister. Mm-hmm. And then I have my dad had a daughter. Her name is Melanie Johnson. Mm-hmm. And she, I want to say, is maybe, her birthday is in January. My daughter's birthday is in April. So they're like about four months apart. Mm. Yeah. And she's a beautiful, beautiful girl. Beautiful girl. And then when I continue on with my extended family and siblings, I, I consider you. You're my brother. Thanks. Oh, just keep there. Um, so, 
That being said, I, I consider myself, I would be, what, third out of five? Yes. Yeah. So, but so, growing up, you were the youngest, though. Like, and let's say, when did you stop becoming the youngest? Because how old were you when I started living with, you know, Aunt Brenda? Oh, my. When did you start living with her? In eighth grade? Eighth grade, that was in 1999. 1999. Oh, geez. Um, well, I was born in 73, so you do the math. Um, <laughs> 26. Yeah, that, that's okay. how long. <laughs> okay, so you the baby for 26 you, you years. Interrupt the program. Yeah, I trust, man. Once again, I, I'm, I can tell, you know, I. I you was cool, and sometimes with some animosity that I felt. I didn't yeah, care. I, I, I didn't care, but I was no. like... No, I felt the way because what Mama let you get away with, we did not get away with that. I felt some type of way. Oh, yeah, you said that numerous times, and I thought, oh, she just joking. It was one time you really called out on something, and it nothing happened still. And I'm like, what you doing this hating? I was like... I just know, back busting, if I was dead or said something you did, not... He's a boy. He can do that. And I don't care. And, and that's something, you know, we talk about on this show quite often. It's gender roles, you know. And, you know, we come from a family that holds some gender roles. And, Lord, yeah. and I'm like, hey, you know, I, once again, I was chopping wood just like when you were in the house. I was like, my homeboys just hate coming around because it's like you could do some work when you come around to my crib, you know, just wow. the same. But, hey, you know, once again, it's not about me. But we I back. see that though. Exactly, but it's cool. It's cool. I don't Brandon don't it. need the motor yard because his allergies gonna flare up. Man, oh let God. me tell. You. I wish we knew about Zyrtec back in the day. Um. <laughs> okay, so where do you consider home? Uh, Tyler. Tyler, Tyler, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Texas. Okay, any part of Tyler? No, I'm Tyler. All right, <laughs> just out of N-A-W-L. N-A-W-L. Okay, the North. All right. So. Growing up, I know you mentioned something already. So, but growing up, did you have any chores? Yes, <laughs> indeed, I did. <laughs> we had chores. Um, obviously, you know, keeping our room clean because my mom, being a single mother, you know that she been a single mother. She worked all these different jobs, mm-hmm. multiple jobs. So, of course, it was her main objective to make sure when she got home, she didn't have to do any other chores like cleaning and. Stuff like that. I mean, we barely cooked anything at that time. Mama did most of the cooking. But overall, laundry was done, the vacuuming, the dusting, the yard was well manicured. And knowing that her yard is a whole acre backyard. Be trying to tell people. (laughs) Yes. Tanya, Shanae, and myself would put markers in the yard. We would do a third of the yard piece, right? Didn't know that. Yeah, we we did we worked smarter, not harder. But mm-hmm. Shanae and Tanya, being who they were, would move my marker up some, <laughs> so I had more yard. <laughs> and I didn't know no better. And if one I'm saying go play with you because you arguing with me about my marker, I didn't want that type of problem. Mm. So I would still mow half of the yard, and they didn't mow about this much, and I'm coming out looking like a twig because this skinny. Because I done mowed a whole acre backyard damn near by myself. Yeah, mm. we had chores. We did all that. I mean, I could tell you so many stories of us in the chore process, but I take up all your nights. 
Like, oh. this, this is you. This is what we're talking about. This is your episode right here. Nobody else can take it from you, okay? So however okay. you feel like talking, I'm listening, you know. Trust me. And I ain't going to show this until I record them, too, because, you know, their story may want to change if it comes up. Thank but. you. No, Shanae tell you about the time she put me in the dryer when we were doing laundry. <laughs> <laughs> we were so, I'm telling you, we were so extra. Me and Shanae were, Tanya was out doing her own thing most of the time. Me and Shanae was out, men have been like this, and we, don't, we like this to this day, right? And, and for her, to, if she ever was to tell me something like, I ain't going to play with you, mm-hmm. oh, that was devastating to me. Uh-uh, Shanae got to play with me, right? So she's like, I ain't going to play with you if I don't put you, if you don't uh, get in the dryer. I'm like, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to. She said, well, we got to know how the clothes feel, ain't you? And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never knew this one. <laughs> I, was, I never knew Shanae was a mischievous one. Oh, Lord, yeah, she was sneaky. Shanae was a throw rock hot to hand her at that age. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I get in the dryer, and it's already kind of warm, but we just took out some tires. So I can get in there. She turns it on, and I'm in the bro, bro, bro. And she goes in to sit down in the living room. I'm beating on the dry bed. <laughs> I'm just crying. Help, help, get me out of here. She left me. I, I don't know how long I was in there. I was long enough to have burns on my shoulder blades and stuff because I was like flipping all around and they yo, it was major. It was real major. And uh I don't know what was happening, but mama um I'm about to say the the ass whooping that came from this <laughs> what? The ass whooping that probably came from this? Yeah Shanae got it. I you didn't, didn't get, get one either? Wow okay I, okay. I was my shoulders was all bubbled up with uh burns and stuff. So mm. she got on to me about being so damn dumb. Hell wrong with you, you ignorant ass, you big silly dunce. <laughs> that was devastating to get caught all the names. I'm like, oh, okay, then you show sure right against I ain't getting back in the dry again. No, and, I ain't getting in the dry no more. Yeah, I bet not. And for the people that's listening to this, that's not part of our family. You have to understand. I tell people we had some emotional. We've had verbal abuse in the family. I've, I've said that before. It's like the yeah. way we hear things and talk, it come off a little harsh. Maybe y'all can understand yeah. that it's not only me when I talking about this. Okay. <laughs> Once again, always thank you for sharing. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing. Oh, um, Man, okay, okay. Like, I, like, <laughs> I just told all of everything, culture and earth, and right. don't tell nobody Whoever's listening, who's ever listening, but it's still love. It's still love. I so, survived. Man, for real. For real. <laughs> I'm here to tell the story. So, what were and what are your beliefs? My beliefs are honesty first. Okay. Honesty first. Integrity. Respect and definitely respect to my elders mm-hmm. and unconditional love. Okay, okay, love it. What was an impactful moment in your life? Ooh. Good or bad, right? Good or bad, absolutely. Um. Oh my. One impactful moment in my life was the birth of my child, my daughter, that made me grow up. 
that made me grow up, that made me be a better female. Because I'm always going to be a woman. I mean, I'm always going to be a female. I'm, like that. I'm always going to be a female. Maybe be a better woman, my bad. Okay. Maybe be a better woman. Because I would go out to the clubs all the time. I would drink uh, beer. I was a beer head, for sure. I'm a wine, wine old now, but I love I loved <laughs> beer then. And I would stay out. I would go to the clubs. I would kick it. I would do dangerous things that I probably shouldn't even be here today to tell the story behind. Mm. So when I had my daughter... And saw her, you know, needing me and looking up to me. And I became a single mother like my mother did. I knew there was no wiggle room. There was no room for error. My sole purpose was to make sure she was good. Mm. My sole purpose. The, that was my good thing. The next impactful moment for me was, and it also, well, it's still the same thing, too, with my daughter. Um, she's she was a, another impactful moment came with her as well when she fell to a glass table, mm. and they literally told me that she lost so much blood she wasn't supposed to be here today. Mm. Where she said severed her carotid artery in her arm, falling to the glass table, and being unresponsive for you know back and forth, back and forth. But all she kept saying is. She had, and I know this may sound weird, and I may not even want to be saying it on camera or whatever, but she had my Aunt Winnie and my Aunt Nisi go to her, telling her over her saying, you can't you can't leave your mom and your daddy right now. You mm-hmm. can't leave your mom and your daddy right now. She literally told me. I told I you. What did you about the tissue earlier? I, I told you. It can get like that. <laughs> it can get like that. Yeah, she tells me a Nisi and a Winnie mm-hmm. told her she couldn't leave. Mm, wow. And and Winnie had just recently passed and and Nisi had been passed a little longer. Mm-hmm. I had already passed. Therefore, I knew and Nisi was really really she was crazy about loving because that was like her first little girl kind of relationship she had. Cause you know, I was close to Nisi and, and grandma and all and I was coming after. She just thought London was everything with the pretty hair and the light skin and all that. She was crazy about it. But she said that's who kept coming to her, telling her to wake up. She can't leave right now. Mm-hmm. And that also, and I was at work during that time. That It took a lot for me to even go back to work. Yeah, I, I was on FMLA and all that stuff, but I didn't want to never leave my child ever again. Yeah, Because if this is what's going to happen to you when I ain't around, I can't go nowhere. Yeah. I can't yeah. Go. That was yeah. my impactful moment, you know, just being a mother and then at that point being a mother here. And I still think about certain things to this day that incorporate me as that mother hen of her. Even though she's an adult, I still be mother hen over her because of certain things. I'm scared if I let you go, something's going to happen. Mm. It's mm. like a subliminal kind of thing that's like in the back of my head all the time. And now I have two grandchildren I think the same way about me. Mm. And this is no I'm glad we're doing this. Huh. I'm glad we're doing this. You know, I'm out, we're gonna have to have that this this make a lot of sense on some other things that we, we talk about, you know. Yeah. Um yeah. and I remember that event. I remember that event. I'll talk about it. Yeah. I, there's a reason why I don't have glass tables in my houses now. You know, mm-hmm. I just don't like glass just because of that. When absolutely um, I, I got rid of that glass table and I've never owned a glass table since. My table right now is a whole marble top. And if it scared me that if the kids climbing up on it, I'm scared they're gonna knock their brains out. At yeah, this yeah. point, because it's all I'm like, oh. It's like when I those kids, right. 
Yeah, I, I remember I was in college. I was at U of H when I got the call and the update, and I'm like, oh, Lord, and it just freaked me out. Yeah. Um, I was in I was walking from Cullen. I was going walking from class, going to Cullen Oaks to visit a friend and study with somebody. And wow. I remember getting that call. And same thing. Whew. And you know it's an impactful moment for you as well, you you know, in hindsight, because you knew exactly what you were doing and where you were going. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. That was one of my impactful moments in my life, too. And yeah. for me to make a change in how I carry things. So I had glass tables at that time, you know, yeah. and I was like, no, nah, I don't want to have them no more because of, you know, what happened to my little cousin, you know, a niece, you know, how the case may be. But, yeah, that was something I won't forget either. Um, but wow, you know, I wouldn't wonder how she feels about it. And that, once again, but you know, we go go back to Anki or Angela right here with the amazing you. <laughs> so, if you had a theme song, what would it be? Um, Leandria Johnson. Um, oh God, deliver me. Deliver you? Okay, deliver me. Okay, deliver me. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever heard it? I probably have, you know, Leandra. That's the one. She used to be our choir director at my church in Houston. Leandra Johnson did. She used to be the choir director up there. And is this the same one I'm thinking of? Dark skin, somewhat heavy set. She won on Sunday's best. I may be wrong, but I don't know. I well, uh, Le yeah, Leandra Johnson uh, won on Sunday's best, and I want to say she was from Atlanta. Okay, it's not the same one. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna keep that in just to let y'all show that I need to listen to more gospel music. But um, <laughs> like, but I want to make sure I want to make sure to check it out though. I want to make sure to check it out. Um, I can let you hear a little bit of it if you want. Oh, we don't need it right now. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. Trust me. Yeah, I, I got something for us for that. But all right. Okay. Okay. So, how do you define joy? Oh man, joy to me is just laughter, fun, excitement. Um, just I don't know, it, it, whatever I feel in my heart, what my heart feels. Mm. Um, the joy is, I guess, how my heart is feeling, how my gut feeling is about something that made me smile. Mm. Thank Genuinely. you. Okay. So, what privileges do you benefit from? Oh, God. Being a very nice person. Uh, I benefit from being open and honest. And a lot of people don't mind doing something or helping out or sowing a seed into someone that they know they can trust. Mm. Okay. I benefit that, so I guess that did I answer that question? Was that what you were asking? No, 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 no. That's that's perfect. That's perfect. It's once again. It's once again. This is when you think of joy. What do you think of? What comes to mind? What do you you know? How would you tell other people? You know, if someone that's never heard of the word joy before, how would you explain it to them? I guess that's the best way I can put it. So that's where that question come from. Because I think everyone has a different perspective of what joy is and how it makes them feel. So right. I, I was trying to see with each person. All right. So if you could live in a bubble with no prejudice or problems, would you? No. Okay. Okay. And that's one of the direct questions. You know, you can elaborate if you want to, but that was a very, you know, when it comes with direct. And that was a very firm, hard note. 
Man, I'm with it. Okay. <laughs> what are you responsible for? I'm responsible for me and my happiness and my joy. Mm. Okay. Okay. Now, you, we touched on this a little bit earlier, but uh, it's a question. I'm going to get it out there. How are you disciplined okay. growing up? <laughs> but whoopers and sunglasses and, and punishment being grounded. Okay. So you got All a little. Uh, okay. No, I'm about to say. A, B, C, and D, and E. I mean, we really go to Z, but I'm going to go and let go and let God. Do you believe it was effective? Would you change any of it or certain parts of it? Nope. And I believe it was extremely effective and I wouldn't change a thing. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Who were and who are your role models? My mom, Brenda Simmons, my sister, Shanae Bagsby, Andy, Brandon Demond Drake. They put my whole government out here. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. D713. That'll work too. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> but thank you. Who? Sheila, Sheila Chapman, my godmom. Oh, man. Awesome. I mean, you listed several awesome women that, you know, I always try to put y'all on the highest of pillars and pedestals because, you, you know, I, I'm, well, you know, I say this is making you, but I would say you, great, some great people we have in our family and in our circle, Absolutely. including yourself, you know, and thank you man, for putting me oh, out there as well. I, I really appreciate that, you know, but it's, I, I'm glad for have a, a circle of love and um, success that we have. If this wasn't about me, I can elaborate on you a whole lot. No, 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 don't, don't, don't about me because people go. They already I know already, I got a big. I already got a big head of myself. About me, I yes. can elaborate on you. But thank you. So it's gonna be about me. Okay. So whoever watching have to know how I am about my little brother. How proud I am of you. You are thank a you. remarkable person. Thank you, thank you, sis. Trust me, I'm trying to think how I'm gonna, like I already think about what I'm gonna use as the um photo for our episodes and stuff like that. But I got one in mind. I got one in mind. So, uh -oh. um, if you could start over in life, would you? No. Okay. Okay. How do you relax? Serious right there? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's a question. That's a, that's a question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what you sipping? What you so listen, what are you sipping? I'm sipping Moscato. Moscato. Do you I put like a strawberry it. at the bottom or something? No, I don't have any more, but I put grapes in the bottom before. Okay. And you eat the grapes out of it. You don't let them firm it just sit in there because it mm -hmm. ain't gonna do nothing for them. But if you put some grapes in and you eat it, it's almost like a whole different type of intoxication. It's really good. I don't know. How you but, uh, um, that's my relaxation. One of my um previous guests, um, shout out to Noemi with Coffee with Curls. She said you, you should freeze the grapes, then put them in there. I don't like <laughs> she was I, like, I did the same, I did the exact same thing. I like, I never thought about that. Yeah, can't wait to go back to album. <laughs> 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 I'm okay. on it. Okay. All right. When did you realize you were different? Ooh. 
I can't make a specific insert, mm-hmm. but I can say when I saw people judging others, when I saw people um, pointing the finger at other people and, and I don't know. I, when I see stuff like that, I know I'm different because I don't judge nobody. Mm-hmm. I, I I allow them to be who they are. The only time I can I would back off on somebody that everybody else and I already backed off is if they did something to me. Mm-hmm. If they did something to me to hurt me, when I know good and well, I did everything to make you did everything to show you how much I care. Yeah, that yeah. you didn't have to be a different person around me. Yeah, you could be who you are. That's when I knew I was different because I didn't shy away from the people that everybody looked at or frowned upon. Mm-hmm. I still wanted to show them a level of love and compassion because I believe everybody deserves it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. But Thank you. Still, they mess up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What is a quote that you live by? Oh, my. Act like a woman, think like a man. Oh Lord! Is that and is that is what did Steve Harvey come up with that? Or was that before Steve Harvey? Oh no! I know I got it from him. Now who who where it originated from? I don't know if it was him or someone else. But I definitely have a male thought process in a lot of things I do. Okay, okay, we hear, it, we see, it, we see. It. Okay, I definitely act like a woman now. Okay, <laughs> but you think like a man? At least you try to. You try. I try, yeah. You try. So I don't know how some. I don't know how some of these men thinking anyway. You know, I'm, I'm like, I don't, I want to say like, um, when they like asking, you know, where the wife asked me, um, sometimes what am I thinking about? I literally be thinking of the most wildest stuff. I'm like, man, I said if you put like, um, <laughs> I can't even think. I'll be thinking just the, man, if tacos. Are tacos considered sandwiches? That's something just random. I've been thinking. I'd be really in deep thought about that, and I'm like, like you asked. That's exactly what was on my mind at the time. You don't know what I'm thinking. Why? About. Because it's a shell on both sides. Well, technically, you know, you've seen some people say are hot dog sandwiches because it's really a piece of bread, you know, and it would meet in between. So yeah. why would you call it something different? So would a taco be the same thing? You know, is is once again, it's something you even got to think about. <laughs> Yeah, I, and I ain't, but it's just like, like that thing that we had a conversation about this time off. What what goes on top of your uh, Lunchable? What so how Lunchables should go, cracker. once again, it's the cheese, the meat, then the cracker. That's the way, that's the proper way. But I know there's some people in the world like... But who told you that? Man, that's how my my tongue told me that. My tongue told me that. The taste, the flavor buds. Okay, so I feel like it's the cracker at the bottom, obviously. Cracker, your cheese, and your meat on top of the cracker. I mean, the cheese. Because when you bite into your cracker, I mean, you bite into it, the cheese ain't going up in your teeth immediately. You got your meat that's buffering that cheese going in in your teeth. So that's what I feel like. I think you tell your crack, your cheese, your meat, your cheese, and then your cracker. So when you bite into it, you're getting all the burst of flavors in your mouth, and you ain't got all the stuff up in your teeth. Go ahead on. I would say you just need to brush your teeth more often then. But hey, that's another thing, you know. Well, when you're hey, taking your first bite, you ain't supposed to go brush your teeth after the first bite. Perhaps. And if- well, that, you, 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 then you... That's what I'll ask for, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the flavor savers, you know, you got to get... <laughs> you know, 
But that's me. I'm also one of those people. I lick all my fingers when I eat. But that's another thing we'll talk about. <laughs> okay. Since we're talking about um, Lunchables and crackers and food and how we eat, come to my favorite question. And that is, what if you had a if you had the op, the opportunity to make your last meal, anybody can make it for you. Okay, anybody can cook it for you. What would your last meal be, and who would prepare it for you? My last meal would be my mom's um, dressing. Mm, okay, her, okay. her dressing and a um a German chocolate cake. Okay, from my mama. Okay. I would have Aunt Didi, my Aunt Didi, smoke me a ham. Okay. Smoke me a ham and make me some uh, pinto beans with ground meat. And okay. I don't know, it's something she put in that that is a different type of flavor that I've never tasted. She is not yet giving me the what that one flavor is. I've had a million and one pots of red beans and rice with the ground meat and all that. But it's a flavor that she got in hers that I ain't never tasted with nobody. I know. Else. Tell them what it gonna be. I'll tell you that now. Like, <laughs> all, at all, at all. Don't play with my English. At <laughs> all. But it's so good. <laughs> Don't play. It is so good. And then I would have uh, oh my my late Aunt Gwen. Mm-hmm. I would definitely want her English pea salad mm. and her potato salad. Mm. Um and my cousin Carlos fried chicken. Oh, I never had Carlos fried chicken before. I'm about to pee. I'm about to check him out now. I'm gonna check him out oh, now. You will. you will. Me and him had a fried chicken off one day. We had a cook off on fried chicken. And I, I I cheated a little bit, but I didn't tell him until after everybody said I won. But uh, <laughs> I went to Albert's and they had a pre-seasoning on it, right? They had a pre-seasoning on the chicken. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it was, but it was so good on there. And I had fried it before, and everybody was talking about how good it was. So this time, he was like, oh, everybody's talking about your chicken good. Let's do a chicken, a fried chicken cook-off. I'm like, okay, bet. I went over to Albertson, and why they, he wasn't at home. I didn't care put the flour on us. He was already pre-seasoned. Wow. <laughs> <Put the flour. laughs> I wind up telling the truth. I had to be honest after the fact. Hey. If Junior, if Junior said, I seen some stuff on that data. So I wind up having to tell the story. Nah. But, it was, but his chicken is go hard. Okay. I'm going to check him folk out when I come up there. I know his eldest just asked for his um his Christmas present out the blue this morning. Uh, and I'm like, you know, you don't ever really ask for nothing. So I'm going to get it for you. I'm going to get it something for you. Something for you. But, I'm surprised he hit me with nothing, but I had already let him know my situation. Come on, you know it's hard to say. It's hard to say no to him, man. It's hard to say no to him. So of course I'm obliged, you know. Of course I'm obliged. And his middle, it's hard to tell them no. You know, I know. Well, you know what? I take that back. I'm tripping. It was his middle. (laughs) The middle one. It was the middle one. Okay. Yeah, the middle one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They all, all of them good kids, man. They they all yeah. got their own different personalities, and I love my family so much. But no matter what they do, they the daddy's the throwest one. Like period. Period. <laughs> so uh, you mentioned at the very beginning of our recording, um, your favorite season. So what is your favorite holiday? 
Christmas. Okay. Is there a particular year that's like, I will never forget this year? Is this year Christmas? Like, what year is that? And tell us about it. I can't be specific on the year. I just know that I was a little girl. We were all little kids. Me, she named Tiny Little Kid. Mm-hmm. And this is before my mom redid her front room. She had red carpet in it. Mm. You remember? Because it was red carpet, then it was green carpet, and then whatever. Uh-huh. Okay. I know she changed it all the time still to this day, though. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't even know what it was last week. But um, we were little bitty girls. Me and Shanae still had twin size beds in one room. And mm-hmm. Tanya had her room in that back far right room. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. my dad came over. So I, I want to say I may have been in kindergarten or maybe first grade. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe 40 years ago. I'm 47 now, so. Okay. Yeah, maybe about 40 years ago. Yeah, before my time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, indeed it was. And my dad came over and surprised us, had on this red velvet uh, three-piece suit at Santa Claus. He was like a black Santa Claus, right? He had this red velvet suit on, his red uh, what's it, fedora, fedora, whatever they call it, red hat. Mm-hmm. And Sinead got a baby alive. I got something, you know, that was like the most awesome Christmas ever. That was the time we seen my mom and dad in the same room again. Wow. We had been dealing with the, the the separation of them two for however long. I don't know how long it had been. But now we're excited because they're both back in the room and daddy and Santa Claus, oh my God. Do y'all mm. see what's happening? You know, that was like, the, they got, probably could have been all fussing and fighting the whole time while we sleep. <laughs> but with we got parents. up. Yeah, so we got up and we went in that room and seeing all these toys and seeing my daddy, how he was dressed. That was everything for me. That was mm. the Christmas that I would never, ever, ever, ever forget. And one impactful Christmas was when my Gwen had a fight with a lady at Broadway Square Mall to get me this Cabbage Patch doll. We were... <laughs> And Gwen and I were very, very close. So, and Gwen will beat any, she'll kill a bird behind me. So, she, this woman snatched, and Gwen grabs the, the cat's pet dog. That's all I wanted for Christmas was the cat's pet dog that year. Mm-hmm. Was and, this like in the late 80s? Yes. Okay. Yes, early 80s. I want to say maybe early 80s or so. Okay. I, no, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So huh, and she grabs the door, the lady grabs it and snatches it out of Aunt Gwen's hand. You can just imagine that thought process wrong, right? Yeah. Like, a, a lot of people don't know Aunt Gwen. You know, I keep telling Afton, I like, you can't you can't write when a Gwen mindset changed. I think that's when her first grandbaby started to come around or something, yeah. you know. Some yeah. some changed, something clicked in her that like she became just much more sweeter. But you don't yeah. remember yeah. old Aunt Gwen. You never met her. Yeah. You, you never met her. You know, you ain't met her. Yeah. And, and, and she probably I, I would say she didn't want to, didn't want to meet, but yes, she would have wanted to meet her because ain't going go down down through mm. there for you. Period. She still had it in her. Don't forget. Oh Lord, yes. Yeah. Mm. Oh my Don't goodness. Don't forget, I feel sorry for a lot of people. Like everybody got called something, man. And the fight came with it. Got too. I used to tell people, I'm like, man, I would really get a whooping to get cussed out by. I mean, like, why did you talk to me like that? <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what did I even deserve for all of that? Right. You know. Oh my god. And then she get this deep voice like this. You're like, whoa, where like, you come I, from? I joke around all the time. I'm saying, I used to think Uncle Burl and Samuel Jackson was the same person. 
No way. The way, because the way, <laughs> think about it. Like, they both had so many of the same mannerisms, and they cursed a lot. Skinny, <laughs> bald-headed <laughs> black men, or they going to have the hair on the side, wear the, the tinted shades and glasses, and just cuss yeah. like it didn't matter in the world. Like, they just went at it. And like, yeah. Then to be surprised when I started cursing. I'm like, what did y'all think was going to happen? Hey, <laughs> homeboy, you told me that that, that word I just said, the F word with the exclamation mark about 10 times behind it. You told me that Easy. You can't say I got that from school and my friends. No, I, I'm I'm the kid going to school and they getting it from me. That's how it's working. It come from my household. I'm the I'm right. the creator for that. One another And I laugh about that because I just I wanted to record it. I wanted to release it because I got a screen capture that I used. Um, when I was doing some research about the Cabbage Patch doll craze that was happening in the 80s. And I yeah. thought that stuff was fake. I didn't think, like, this stuff ain't nothing new with Black Friday. This stuff been happening. Like, Absolutely. people, like, beating people off with bats. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm put it out there. I'm sure. But now I know that you, you my family is part of it. That's why I'm like. <laughs> yeah. And Gwen wasn't playing no games. Oh, that okay. woman snatched that doll out of her hand because Poo Poo, which is my another nickname, I got about 32, but Poo Poo wanted a cabbage patch doll. Therefore, Poo Poo was getting that cabbage patch doll and a fight came with it. And the woman did not walk out of there with that cabbage patch doll. I did. It was just a little tear in the top of the box, but I, I was cool because they had fought over for a bit, but my daughter's mm-hmm. name was Joni Frank. Yeah, you better love it. Jo- what was the name? Joni Fran. Joni Fran, okay. Do you know what Joni yeah, Fran at today? Not a damn clue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. You know, it's all good. What is it? I ain't going with you to ask me that question. Yes, ma'am. It's at Mama House on so so so. I would lie my ass off. When you fall for that door, I'll be there. Keep it forever. Okay. You better pass that down throughout the family. KK better have it. Exactly, exactly. For real, for real. Um, how would you want people to remember you? Uh, fun, loving, fun, loving, unconditional type of love, though, okay. and nurturing. Nurturing. All right, all right. And this is the last question here. What how would that you- this? I know we hey we still can go like we trust me we we this is what we do we you know we chop it up we always come back you know we have our conversations and we do our FaceTimes but it, it's something that this is like just a little snippet so everybody else can get to know you you know that's the thing about because remember you when you start to drink you I know you you go start talking then you can be like hey can you edit that out and I'm like hey it's, it's man this is work editing okay <laughs> but we still got fun but so far keep every damn thing. No, okay. exactly. We good. We in this thing. We in this thing. I mean, this might be the easiest edit. I'm just going to throw a few things in there here and there, but I'm going to keep it straight uncut. You know, this might be the director's cut. Okay. Um, how would you describe your culture? My culture is... I want to say my culture is divided. Hmm. My culture is divided because at this moment, they don't know what they want. Uh, they know what they want, but they don't know how to always achieve what they want without a, a, the fight come with it mentality. Mm-hmm. And especially with the recent election, I saw so much in that point. 
in, in a level of division. Some people initially when we had President Obama, mm-hmm. it was like we were all coming together at that point. Because mm-hmm. we have a black president. Mm-hmm. Then we get uh, Dump Trump in office. He gets in office and he made sure the division happened. Mm. He made sure he showed who he was and tried to point the finger at who he was by trying to give us money with the stimulus and with this and with that. This is all they want. They just want money. As long as you give them something, they'll be all right. They'll act right. And then when we got Biden, who started running for office, everybody's seen at this point, Trump really don't care about us. He's just really trying to pacify us for other reasons. They start seeing the real him. Then we start seeing all the racial tension of the police officers really escalating their behavior and killing us. And all this and another. And he never once even wanted to go to a funeral. He never once said anything that, well, to me, I didn't see it. It could have been times when it was done. But I didn't see it because I'm only speaking about Angela, right? Right, So at this point, I didn't see him do a whole lot of uh, stepping out in the forefront of saying, I hate this happened to this person and owning what these bastards did. Right. He did not call them out on that. But we had President Obama who did just that. He didn't care about all that media. He didn't care about politics. He didn't care about nothing. He cared about the blood and shit and shit. Yeah. That's how I looked at it. And now, prayerfully, Biden is going to come in and care enough to do the same that Obama did, but at the same time, I don't know what he's going to do. We don't know what nobody's going to do until they get behind their desk. Yeah. We know what they said during the protest. I mean, I mean, during the campaign, we know what that was done at, and we know how ridiculous their uh, open forum was when they did their uh, debates or whatever. At the same time, I think that we're a divided culture, and I really feel like we need to become more cohesive when, it, when we come to saving our lives. If you're serious about our lives, start being a little more cohesive. Don't divide us, because if you divide, we get conquered immediately. Mm, I love it. We get ran over. I love it. Love it. Yes. And once again, whoever's listening, I did not prep her to say any of these things once again, but, you know, all of that being said, you know, I I enjoyed all of this. You know, I am so happy for you able to join me this evening and everyone else is whenever they listen to it either through the audio ways or they able to see each other see us on on youtube you know make sure y'all subscribe like follow you know listen and share um on all platforms if possible and you know is there anywhere you want to share where they can find you or just they can catch you through me however you want to say it you know how can we you know any shout outs you have us out here in the world I really don't have any shout outs. I'm 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 you. I'm I'm wherever everything culture is posting me, then I'm I'm on the coattail of everything culture. I think everything culture is absolutely necessary and I'm not trying to do no plug, no inserts and then like that. I truly believe in everything culture. I wouldn't be on here today if I didn't believe in it. And I believe in you and I believe in your honesty and your integrity of, of the everything culture brand. So that being said, I, I don't need to Span off to nothing else. I'm good with everything, Coach. Thank you, thank you, and we we good with you. And the, the whole purpose why we do this show is so we can get to know each other. 
And through the makings of you, it's good to know you. So, you know, when we do our episode, I'm going to put something together for us, you know, be some fun. I may have, I, I ain't going to tell you, I, it got to be a surprise to you too. But it's going to be something we go all going to enjoy. We all going to enjoy it. That's what I say. But I love having my family members join me for this. You probably don't want to tell me because you scared them to tell somebody. You will. See, that, that's something else she didn't tell when I, uh, how, like, she didn't ask how I describe her. But, you what? know, it's all it's all those things, plus just sprinkling a little bit that more in it. And Can I ask you that question? Can I <laughs> ask you that question? If you want to answer, go ahead. Let me ask you that question. What do you, okay, when you see Angela as your sister, your whomever, whatever you want to define it, mm-hmm. I'm going to put a pen in you to tell me, think about it. What would you, how would you define me? Okay, we're going to do a quick commercial break, y'all. We'll be right back. If you're looking for the latest fedoras, lashes, purses, and other accessories, make sure to check out Be Chic Accessories. You can find them on Instagram at Be Chic underscore accessories. All right, we're back, y'all. So the question was, how would I describe my sister Angela? Um, And I would say, how do I describe her to a perfect stranger? Um... I would say she's energy. You know, she is a ball of energy. So if you see somebody who may be a little loud, um, I wouldn't say want to be a center of attention, but she's here to have fun. Okay. That's how I would say she's here to have fun. Um, sweet, kind. Um, she's going to make you laugh one way or another. Either she's going to make you laugh or she's going to make you like, what is going on over there? Um, you know, beautiful approach. You know, even though you do. Like I say, it's a bend when they catch you. You you read the room. It's not like you're gonna be just hmm. It's not like you're gonna be because no, I wouldn't say you're just gonna be just out outlandish because you may be outlandish sometime. And no, because I was gonna say, and I could be the same thing. We're both um representatives of Brenda Simmons. And I would think about like it was a time where um shout out AJ and um what, what what name was she and and rubes from you know they both been on the show when we went to their baby shower you know for little carson and i think about think back of it now um myself included and aunt brenda were both acting some fools that day both of us it was like and i and, you know and the wife was kind of pointed out like y'all both being loud y'all both and i'm like we were both being loud <laughs> like we both, well, we were both having fun. You know, we was there and was doing it out of love. And you do the same thing. We do things out of love. We do things try to keep the party going. We go. We're entertainers. We're expressive, but we're also expressive with our feelings and our emotions. Um, yeah. We're both. We're all criers. We all care about people overly sometimes too much. We care about people more than they know. They even care about themselves at times, and it can be weakness and flaws within ourselves. Um, you, let's see. You when it comes down to it, you're a family person. You know, if you usually gonna see her, see you. You know, I say, I'm think I'm talking to the other person. You're gonna see her with family, um, on an outing or you know, with you. Especially, she's very close with you know sister. They're like two peas in a pod, and she supports. You know, if it's something family do, like and all these things you're talking about to make is you. What we just have now is kind of influenced once again to who you are. It makes a lot of sense. Um. Because you're not only you got that part that you'll fight just like a Gwen will fight for you, you also got that part where you're overly caring and you're scared to let people fly on their own because of situ- you know the experience you've had, impactful moments in your life. 
So all these things kind of coincide to who you are. You know, that's what it's saying. And that's, that's exactly why we have these questions here. It's like you'll be surprised. And when you take the time out and look at your life, you know, the things you've had, you, you're, you're a person that we can sit down. We always can talk about memories and experiences we've had, you know, and because we once again, again kind of go to that emotional and sentimental values we have like even during this recording we have and sorry for the people that's not able to hear us right now or see us right now but i see you still got the painting of our grandmother right there behind you i've been paying attention at the whole recording you know so all these things that we have is so important and like here i have mine's digital but i have all these pictures of family that scrolls by i have on sheila i have on brenda i have john tay i have you um and this is certain things even when i do the show because when i talk about everything culture and i have to include my culture and my culture is y'all so it's like, and I can say we're searching and we're still learning, we're still finding ourselves. And even we have some division between one another, it's not as bad as some other folks. I mean, it's not perfect like we want to be as well. But if so much we have within you is that you're a beautiful person, you have a big heart. And I even tell you, when you have a big heart, you make yourself an easy ass target. And sometimes you got to focus on like, hey, it's not just protect your heart, but it's have to start focus on you. I always have to put your oxygen mask on first when things start getting crazy. Because if you can't take care of you with your big heart, you can't take care of other people. So, Absolutely. you know, I say, you, as a, overall, I'm telling you, if somebody, if introducing you, like I'm introducing you now, I'm like, man, this is my sister. This is my love. This is like, I, I, I can't remember us having an argument. You know what I mean? ever having an argument and it's just even if like our disagreements are just like mm, it's whatever we always come to that point where it's okay um it, and i'm proud of you and i'm happy for all the things that you continue to accomplish you know even when sometimes i tell you something and i know i'm the younger one okay i may tell you some things that you may not agree you with sometimes my little big brother yeah i mean i hear that quite a bit from little big cousins from other people too and little big bro all around but I wouldn't. But you're also my, one of my best friends. Yeah, same. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I still have photos from us, and like you and me and Aaron, one of my favorite photos on. on it was my graduation, yeah. his graduation yeah, party. Job. Was that the day? Yeah, we both was at your job. That's one of my favorite photos. You know. Yeah. And it, it's just, it's a blessing to have people like that in your life. You know, that's what thing to say. If something ever happens, we're here for you. Just like we're talking now. We have these type of conversations all the time, you know, and it was um, I, I hate when people do little reaction videos or fake text messages. I'm like, what would y'all do in this situation? Because I'm like, this stuff actually happened. You don't have to make fake stuff to show it. But it was kind of like this guy. He was going through some stuff emotion emotionally and he was torn up. And he called his baby mom. Somebody died. He was close to a friend. And he called this girl he was dating. The girl didn't come to his rescue immediately. He dropped what she was doing. And blase, blase, blase. I can see you just, um, the, the conversation I saw on Facebook. But I said, you don't want to put your emotional weight on one person. All your emotional weight on your, if you have a bad day, it's like me coming home to my wife and like, oh, I had a bad day. I'm just going to pour it all on you and just expect you just to uplift that and hold that no i i, I don't do that i'm because I, I understand i've been a caseworker i know how they think how they can operate i don't know what she's going through with her day but how i operate i have a team of people that hey 
going to drop a little bit on you. I'm going to drop a little bit on you. I'm going to drop a little bit on you. I need all y'all to help me carry this. And you know what? When you're going through something, I can help you carry yours as well. That's how we can. And you're one of those people that I know you can call me and I can call you when something's going on. So and that's what you call support. So you're one of my main support members of my team. And we, we, and it's, it's one of these things that I hopefully I teach more people. Yeah, all this and hold on, what's the other one? You know, this would be the heart too. Like, <laughs> but it's all those things that's beautiful to have, and I am I say I'm blessed to have it because I know a lot of people don't have that. So it's it's something good that we come from. My grandparents, you know, having connections, and I'm looking forward to having an episode because I'm trying to probably. Why no? It's not no trial because it's already in action. Put a series together and have all family members and we have a discussion for, with us because when we start seeing where we come from and how our family looks and how other families looks i think that's important and because this is you'll be surprised I, I've, I've learned some things tonight you know and it's just the makers of angela you know like and you'll be surprised when we're able to share same thing vice versa when you heard my makers of me mm. you found some things about me you did not know you know and I'm I'm telling you when we when I able to get Shanae and Tanya and Carlos and you know even Mark in the future and when I start including the younger folks into it as well it's like even with Trenton like a lot of stuff I didn't know with Trenton like it's all these things we're learning about each other. So, the makeup of you, know. you I think is vitally important. Mm-hmm. Vitally important. Even yeah, within the podcast world, of course, mm-hmm. yeah, you want to know who you're interviewing, you want to know who you're talking to. You want others to get comfortable in knowing who they're listening to when that full blown setup happens. You know, when you actually ask them the stuff in reference to the uh, podcast, yeah, the topics and stuff. Yeah. The topics, so that, that that person is already people got an idea who this person is. This is exactly why I do it. Yeah, <clears throat> exactly. So that's good for that that world, but it also set of presidents too of who I was with you when I heard you. When I heard yours, I was like, oh my God. No, he did. That's why he acted like that. That's oh, yeah, why yeah. That's why he did that. And then I mean and then of course other life experiences that didn't take place in, in, in your actual making the and same with me. I didn't mention yeah. a lot of stuff that ha- has happened within my world that yeah. you are well aware of and you may have expected me to say it but it didn't bother me or didn't impact <laughs> Because it's your story, and you yeah. tell your story how you want to be to- how you want it to be told, yeah. and that's what I'm huge huge on. And I know when I interview other people, like they open up about some things that they did. They they say their family never they have never told their family. They don't know nothing about it, but they were they felt comfortable enough to open up to me about it. And it's like wow, wow thank you. But I'm also a big component of therapy and counseling. Okay, mm-hmm. that's one thing. And even like I, I've gone, I'm about to start going back again and it doesn't hurt. And, but even in our family, we know it's now, you know, you, it's yeah. okay to have Jesus and therapy. That's all I always say. Those two things can go yeah. hand in hand, yeah. but oh, same thing with the, like I'm the therapist of the family that probably need it the most. You ain't though. Oh, <laughs> so you ain't. And that's the thing. That's what goes back to that support. We got a lot of shit going on in our family. Okay. A whole lot. And when you try to, and this, we, 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 we and we ain't got to say all this other stuff, but I done told yeah. you, you, you can't put yourself right there because you go burn, you go burn out. It's yeah. going to happen. You, it's, it's paid professionals that's here to take that on. This is volunteer work. Even when my volunteer work, I like, I got, I got to take a break, y'all. I'll come back to it in a moment. You know, it, it's okay. 
It is absolutely it's okay. Indeed, but right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. You don't let anybody tell you that different. So, and once again, take care. Like, well, I've had therapists come on the show. I'm gonna see the link for the one with the two therapists, black women to come on, and therapists go to therapy. So that's so. If you do therapists of the family, what you think you need? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm telling. And you'd be surprised how it turn you around and make it just it, it, it's so helpful. It's so helpful.